We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Wrestling fans around the world! <laughs> Prepare yourself for the arrival of the past, the present, and the future king <laughs> of the ring! <laughs> Woo! That's pretty good. We welcome Mark Milton, Mark Milton Show, right here in Miller <laughs> Rogers Studios. Hey, I tell you what, man. I was even thinking about going because I got an invitation to go to the Mac on, on Thursday night because Ed Wheatley, who's on my show that I do over at, uh, at Big Z Media, Ed Wheatley wrote a book called Wrestling at the Chase. Yes. And so he's like going to be doing the book. He said, Ric Flair is coming. Now, this morning, I get to the parking lot and I see my man, Mark Milton, over there. By the way, how do you do? Uh, and you say Ric Flair's not uh, was not there. Yes, that's correct. He wow. had to, he had to cancel. Cancel culture got <clears throat> got the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Um, cancel culture. What what what? Well, what so to there's it? been allegations that have surfaced about uh, sexual misconduct by Ric Flair like 20 years ago, and apparently there's more 20 years more, ago. more supposed to come out. So I mean, I'm not taking that lightly, but it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, there's got to be like a statute of limitations uh, on some of this stuff, even if it. I mean, th- he's denied it all, first of all. But so, of course, but of course the allegations yeah. come out, and now he's he's you know radioactive, so nobody wants to touch him, and I guess he doesn't want to make public appearances, and yeah, you know, right. while this is all going. So, yeah, he so he, he bailed. The but we got uh, Ted DiBiase, yeah, buddy. the million dollar man, right. who I believe lives in the St. Louis area. I know he used to attend church over in Fairview Heights. He used to come yeah, out. Yeah, we're at Grace and, Church. I hosted a dinner with him over there. Yeah. It was so, great. There you go. And you know who he was a tag team partner of? This is what I thought was cool about Million Dollar Man uh-huh. as the SDL tax lawyer. Erwin yeah. R. Scheister. Remember that. The IRS. <laughs> that was his tag team partner. Sort of a short-lived uh, was tag great. team. Money, Inc. Yeah. Jimmy Hart was their manager, if I recall. And it was a, it was a Jimmy Hart was a, one of the great managers. That's when they used man. to have these creative duos, yeah. right? You had uh, Earthquake and Typhoon. They were the natural disasters. Right on. And then they kind of lost creativity on, you know, on tag teams. Yeah. It kind of just became like they just paired two guys up. And yeah. I like back in the day when they had like a theme or some sort of match outfits. Righto. But, you know, they had uh, the WWE draft about a week or so ago. I didn't even know they drafted wrestlers. Man. For what? I don't know. I don't, I don't want. Boy, I know. I don't want. My. My. Era, okay. Yeah. If I if I look back at my own wrestling experience yeah. as a kid, first of all, I was a WWF guy mm-hmm. before they had you know had to go to WWE yeah. for copyright right, reasons, exactly. trademark reasons. Um, was not in a WCW at all. You know, because like when I was a kid growing up in the '90s, that was like you were either WCW or you were WWF. Yeah. So I was always a WWF guy, and I was right. kind of tail end of like the Hogan Macho Man. Ultimate yeah. Warrior. That was a but great then era. into like the Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Rock, the Rock, Triple yep. H. I always thought Triple H was kind of lame, but he kind of became like the face of the WWF there for a while because well, he, he was runs also, the operation. Well, now. He was, you know what? He was, you know, yeah. doing the deed with uh, Stephanie. Stephanie yeah. McMahon. McMahon's the daughter. Uh, daughter. So I think that helped uh, promote his his rise exactly. in the ranks, if you will. Nepotism right. has no bounds. <laughs> Not um, in wrestling. Because I was never a fan of his. I always thought he was <laughs> underwhelming as a wrestler. Not that compelling as an entertainer. He didn't have a good act. He had the uh, Degeneration X. Was yeah. that or uh, what was it called? I don't know. But again, not that 
Yeah. Stone Cold was the man. Yeah, Stone Cold Which, was. looking back, I kind of questioned my parents he letting was. me watch Stone Cold yeah. drinking beer. Like, he would come out and drink the beer. And, yeah. I mean, I was probably Bang like the cans together, crack old. them on his head. I was 12 years old. And the best. Just going nuts, watching The, the Rock. Yeah. And Dwayne Johnson was the yeah. best. But, yeah, Cancel Culture got Ric Flair. Uh, I don't know what else is coming out about him, but it's unfortunate. It's kind of sad. You see him on the car, car shield commercials. Yeah. He doesn't look well. He doesn't look good. Well, he's seventy-one, also. But you look good. You look good. Oh, I'm great, man. He looks like a like a meth seventy-one. Like his teeth and his <laughs> he's his his hair is just he's lost that he's lost that nature boy. I've done so charisma. many gigs. I've done so many gigs with Ric Flair. Have you really? When I first started out in wrestling, I had met Dick the Bruiser at a uh, charity event. Okay, and he and I hit it off. He used to come on the show and we were buddies and all that. And then he hired me to work for his company because he had a region and this region was Sam Munchnik and his region was really Indiana into Michigan over into Ohio, a little bit of Kentucky. And if he'd come over into Illinois, they'd trade wrestlers back and forth. And that's how that whole deal was. Cause he had, uh, as St. Louis had wrestling at the chase, they had wrestling, uh, out of the channel five studios. I remember when I was a little kid, my dad took me. It was fantastic. But so that's when kid, wrestling was more, it was more of a regional thing. Well, yeah, when, did it, when did it become, <clears throat> was it McMahon who kind of took it to yeah. make it more of a because national? His, his dad was kind of like a, a big time promoter also in that region. And then they took it in the Northeast. A, yeah. into a, a national level. And that just uh, cleaned out all the mom and pop operations. Uh, if you want to call them that, but I used to do that because Ric Flair was coming up as was bruiser, cowboy, Bob uh, Ellis. Yeah. Not uh, cowboy, Bob Orton. Uh, who's big, but uh, Cowboy Bob, Wilbur Snyder, the world's most scientific wrestler. And I would ride to gigs with the Bruiser, like in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And he'd just be, can you uh, believe me if I need to be believed, uh, Solly? <laughs> sure. Okay. Good. I think. Good. And, you know, he'd, be ju he'd just be shooting the with me. Yeah. You know? And it was Now, was that great. necessary? Was that necessary? <laughs> Making Solly work extra on the bleep. I'm sorry, Solly. For just one four-letter word, yeah, okay. it all gets charged to Mark. There you go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so anyway, I got to meet him, got to introduce him, uh, was in the ring with him once. Believe it or not, I ever tell you about the time I was in the ring? No. Oh, this was great. So it was a promotion I was doing, I think it was WNAP Radio <clears throat> in Indianapolis. Because the Bruiser's from Indianapolis. Ah. And um, he lived uh, just off of Kessler Boulevard out there on the uh, on the west side. Anyway, um I put together this promotion because I loved wrestling. And the promotion was that me and the bruiser were going to kick somebody's ass. I can't remember who the villains were. Okay. It's coming back to me now. So bruiser says, let's do it. A, a tug of war. All right. And we're going to have a big rope and who can tug the others across <laughs> to the other side of the ring. That's going to be the winner, but we're going to get into a brawl. And I don't want you fighting. I just want you to go to the corner. Now, I'm, for about two weeks, hyping on the radio, huh? I'm going to kick the Iron Sheik's ass. That's what we want. And so, um, and so the event comes. And the Iron Sheik, there was a guy? Yeah, he used to do the camel hump. That, oh. was, that was his deal. Right kind of a racist right Middle Eastern Well, that's name. what it was <laughs> that's back then. I mean, it's kind of, what it's like <laughs> sort of insane, like how there were like those stereotypes <laughs> Like existed in wrestling yes. and was just accepted. Oh yeah, now you, accepted, you can't exactly, do that, right? Uh, and so it was a tug of war. So it was me, is a bruiser, and Spike Huber. Spike Huber was the bru bruiser's uh, son-in-law, and uh, Iron Sheik and who I can't remember the other two guys. Anyway, 
So I'm talking about I'm going to kick everybody's ass in the ring for two weeks on the radio. So all of a sudden, Bruiser says, do not get involved in the hitting mm-hmm. and go to the corner. Be the medic. And and, and so uh, I went to the corner. I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. And, and the brawl had started. I'm thinking, well, I told everybody going to kick everybody's ass. If I don't at least pound on somebody, then... And so I jump on the back of the Iron Sheik, and I start pounding him, not with my fist, but with my forearm. Uh-huh. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> I'll never forget. He looked at me. He looked at me with a look in his face. What the F are you doing? And I went to the corner of the ring, and then uh, the, the brawl ended. It was Who won the tug of war? Oh, it was the Bruiser and Spike Huber. And okay. the smash. And the smash, tug it on the back. Yeah, and, exactly yeah. right. God. Well, so but Ric Flair was was in on that uh, in on that deal too because I remember he used to do the matches with the Bruiser, yeah, because he was one of the featured guys. He'd take on Wilbur Snyder or one of the other guys because at one point in time he was a good guy, one guy was a bad guy. Well, I had this forth. great eight by ten I found. I printed it out. <laughs> it was uh, him wearing Ric Flair as a young man wearing like a Missouri wrestling title belt. Oh no, because he used to do the wrestling at the Chase, yeah, right. and then he got canceled. And and you know, it's just so you didn't get it autographed. No, no grass, no grass for the Graph King. Yeah, from Ric Flair. Wow. But got Ted DiBiase, so I got to hang my head yes. on that. So that's cool. Ted, Ted DiBiase and was a big deal, man. Speaking of cancel culture, this story, I, I'm just sort of like. I don't know why I'm kind of obsessed with the Urban Meyer story. I love that story. Like I, the video came out. I love Urban and it's Meyer. Like the most. It's like it's hard to watch. I tried to show it to my I wife. Know. She like wouldn't watch it. I was like, your wife wouldn't guy, watch it. No, she's chop chop wouldn't watch well, it either, man. It was clearly. I don't know if he was pleasuring himself or what he was doing with his arms, but mm. it was very uncomfortable. Can I speak to that? And it, what's it? Yeah. All right. I, I hope Have you not. ever had something like that happen to you? <laughs> well, I don't think okay, so. Okay, so I do stepping all the time, man. So what a girl will do is... Wait, what? Okay, go ahead. All right, so you sit on a stool at the okay. bar, let's say, all right? Okay. You do it on the dance floor, too. You sit on a stool at the bar, your legs are spread <laughs> like you sit on a stool at the bar. So a girl backs in, and she's backing in. All she right? backs it up. All right, so she backs it up, and you hear the music going. And it's a little, she, she did it with finesse. I, I will say that. Bravo to her. But then you see Urban Meyer with his hands down, uh, either covering his crotch or... Uh, grabbing the the cheeks of the girl in front of him uh, and it's kind of like but he stood there stoically and he, he had such a dignity to himself while he was no, holding there, her ass there was no <laughs> dignity and honestly like it's just i called it early it on was said, there's no way urban meyer survived Shame. this season because i just felt like you don't do that even stuff. on the field like even if he had no off the field stuff yep. i just felt like the guy has cracked or sort of disappeared everywhere he's been and well, he's the the Jaguars the NFL, that's gotta hurt the jaguars aren't built to win now and i just don't think he has the patience he's in way over his head on the field and then off the field that flat out to me was another larry eustachian for what i'm referring to <laughs> larry eustachian 2004 i remember zoo yep. he stays behind after iowa state because he allegedly had a fear of flying in <laughs> Eustachie happened to be good friends with one, you know, Stanley Cronkey, and his son Josh happened to be on the Mizzou basketball team yep. at the time. Yep. So Josh invited him to a party, and needless to say, Larry Eustachie stayed there yep. well after Josh Cronkey and anyone else he knew left and had quite a few pictures taken with some co-eds and some nanny lights, and yep. that marked the temporary end of his career. Then he resurrected himself, wound up at Colorado State and all. Yeah. And, well, Later on, he got canceled again. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you're in a position like he is, and first of all, it's kind of like, like you're out at a bar. Yeah. Like you didn't travel home. He owned home. the restaurant. That was his bar. Well, he didn't travel home with his team after right. a Thursday night 
loss, which I think is And his odd. wife was babysitting the grandchildren. That's yeah, why she didn't that, come to the bar with it. And like it was just, I mean, Shahid Khan, who I'm a huge fan of, yeah. University of Illinois grad, the owner yeah. of the Jaguars, like right. issued a pretty you know, pretty intense statement just saying like how disappointed he is yeah, to earn his trust back. And it's like I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's gonna end well for old uh for old Urban Meyer over at uh, Jacksonville. And then it's again he, you know, at Florida, yeah, he leaves health citing health reasons, but then you look back, it's like man the Aaron Hernandez thing was going on when he was there, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Um, he goes to Ohio State. I mean, they had a good run, but then, you know, they had well, they had they had a scandal too with the, one of the assistant coaches supposedly yeah, you know, domestic abuse. Domestic he didn't he didn't do anything about it. It's like it seems like everywhere he goes, it's just sort of short lived. Escapes and, just in the nick of time. Yeah, exactly. So, well, if you ever get in that situation, before you get in that situation, ask the DJ to play back up to the bumper. That's the right song. <laughs> he dropped those man. arms down, Spence. Let's I know. see you do it. Let's that. see you do it. Like that. Boom, it was kind of like boom, he was like, like doing that. like a weird, I don't know, like well, a dance. I like couldn't where tell you, I, whether he's guarding his privates or, or just kind of, I, I don't know. And he's kind of like moving them a little bit, but he also is just wrong like, looked, all the way. He had this weird, yeah. It Come was, on, Urban Meyer. Urban, too bad. It's like right. they say on ESPN, Come on, man. I'll tell you, it was most devastated by the Ric Flair not showing it was my buddy andy newbold first bank oh, mortgage no huge wrestling fan flair. huge yeah. rick flair guy yeah and rick flair couldn't make it in town so uh but andy newbold you can yeah. make it up to him maybe you can make it up to him by doing a refinance or getting a yeah. new home mortgage with andy newbold first bank mortgage you can check him out on facebook andy newbold just put him in the search search tab or you can email him directly at andy.newbold at fbol Dot com. You can also call or text him anytime, Smash, when you're ready for that mortgage. Ready. 314-660-2223. Mm-hmm. Again, Andy Newbold, First Bank Home Mortgage. Give him a shot at your business, whether it be a refi, maybe a cash out. You're trying to you know pay off some debt or yeah. do, do a home That's project. Good. Or even if you're just looking to buy a new home, get pre-approved yep. with Andy Newbold, First Bank yep. Home Mortgage. 314-660-2223. This is the Mark Millen Show with the Smash. When we come back, we're going to have a little some tax tips. Oh, October 15th coming up. You are the Last, Louis end, tax the, end of the line for filing your 2020 yes. taxes. So we'll give you some tax tips uh, from here to the end of the year.